Welcome, I'm Cliff Hedges. This is Pastor Cliff's Notes. It's a podcast where we're studying the Bible. We're working our way through the book of Acts. Today is episode 246. Look at Acts chapter 10, verses 17 through 23a. This is the section in Acts which deals with Cornelius. Cornelius the centurion. Cornelius was a Gentile, but he was a God-fearer. He was a man who, while still a Gentile, believed in the Jewish religion. He believed in the Jewish God and practiced Judaism, but he had not yet become a full convert to Judaism. So he was still a Gentile. An angel appeared to him in a vision and told him, God has heard your prayers, God has seen your good works, and God wants you to send for Peter. He's in Joppa, staying at the house of Simon the Tanner. So Cornelius sends uh, two of his household servants and a soldier to go and fetch Peter. Now while the men are on their way, they're they're nearing the place where Peter is, uh, Peter has a vision. And Peter is on the roof praying and he has this vision in which he sees uh, something like a sheet lowered down from heaven with animals on it. And he's told to kill and eat because he's hungry. But it's clean and unclean animals. And Peter objects, says, no, I I can't eat unclean animals. And the voice tells him, don't say something is unclean if God has said it's clean. This happened three times, and then the trance ended. Well, that's where we pick it up today. Let's read our passage in Acts 10, verses 17 through 23a. While Peter was deeply perplexed about what the vision he had seen might mean, Right away, the men who had been sent by Cornelius, having asked directions to Simon's house, stood at the gate. They called out, asking if Simon, who was also named Peter, was lodging there. While Peter was thinking about the vision, the Spirit told him, Three men are here looking for you. Get up, go downstairs, and go with them with no doubts at all, because I have sent them. Then Peter went down to the men and said, Here I am, the one you're looking for. What is the reason you're here? They said, Cornelius, a centurion, an upright and God-fearing man who has a good reputation with the whole Jewish nation, was divinely directed by a holy angel to call you to his house and to hear a message from you. Peter then invited them in and gave them lodging. So verse 17, while Peter was deeply perplexed about what the vision he had seen might mean, Right away, the men who had been sent by Cornelius, having asked direction to Simon's house, stood at the gate. So Peter thinks this is all about food, uh, because it it was. It was, uh, eat these things that are unclean. And Peter says, I I don't eat unclean things. And, And he's told in the vision, I said it's clean, therefore it's okay to eat. Peter's thinking, okay, that's, that's good to know, I guess, but so what? And at the same time, the the guys show up at Simon's house. So verse 18, they called out, asking if Simon, who was also named Peter, was lodging there. He is, so we don't know who he's speaking to, apparently somebody at the household. But then verse 19, while Peter was thinking about the vision, the Spirit told him, three men are here looking for you. Just uh, interesting to note, Cornelius had the vision, an angel spoke to him. Peter was having the vision. It was just a voice, a voice from heaven. Now here specifically says, the Spirit told him. Now, should we make distinctions here? No, the point is, all of these messages are from God. 
Now, what was it about the voice that was different than the spirit? Well, it seemed to be an external audible voice. And Peter responded, Lord, was it the voice of Jesus? Hard to say, but all of these are messages from God. And that's where God can use a variety of ways to communicate with us. Here, messages from angels, direct voice, internal uh, nudging from the Holy Spirit. But the Spirit told him that there's, there's three guys looking for you. Verse 20, get up, go downstairs, and go with them with no doubts at all, because I have sent them. Well, God's not leaving things to chance here. He is giving everybody uh, very detailed instructions on what to do. Peter's told, there are guys downstairs looking for you, so go and greet them. And then he's also told specifically, go with them, with no doubts, because Peter's going to have some big doubts here that are going to come up. And the Spirit assures him, I have sent them. So Peter knows that God's moving, God's doing something. And these guys are here, and he is to go with them. And God has sent them here. So verse 21, Peter went down to the men and said, Here I am, the one you're looking for. What is the reason you're here? Now at this point, they could assume, I guess, that somebody has told them that they're looking for him because they were at the gate calling for Peter, who was staying with Simon, and perhaps he overheard, or somebody has told him, but they don't know that the, the Spirit told them that they're looking for him. So they explain in verse 22. They said, Cornelius, a centurion, an upright and God-fearing man who has a good reputation with the whole Jewish nation, was divinely directed by a holy angel to call you to his house, and hear a message from you. Now, most of this we already know. Luke could have just said they told him about Cornelius, but they went into this detail because this is a very important narrative. They also add something here that we hadn't seen before. doesn't mean it's not the case, but the idea that the angel has told them to go get Peter because Peter has a message for Cornelius. That's assumed, and you can just see that in, in Cornelius's response. The angel says, send some guys to go get Peter. Well, why else would he go get Peter but to bring a message from God? And, and perhaps the angel did say that, but Luke just didn't record it when he told us about the vision that Cornelius had. But that's what they're expecting. The God's got a message for Cornelius, and it's going to come via Peter, so Peter... It needs to come with them to deliver this message to Cornelius. Verse 23, Peter invited them in and gave them lodging. Now remember, Peter was up on the roof. He was hungry, and they were preparing food for him already. So there's a meal that's been prepared. So he invites them in to have a meal with him. And apparently it's decided that it's late enough in the day that they shouldn't sit out for Caesarea, but to spend the night there. And we see something changing here, this idea of associating with Gentiles. I don't think Peter's fully gotten the picture yet, what all this is about, but he is loosening up some, that uh, he has invited these Gentiles, because all three of these messengers are Gentiles. He's invited them to spend the night there, and Jews don't 
associate that closely with Gentiles. Now, it's not as bad to invite them into your home as it is to go into the Gentiles' home. Because the problem is, you go into a Gentiles' home, they don't keep it according to Jewish law. They don't keep food and prepare food according to Jewish law. So you go in and eat in a Gentile's house, you're liable to sin and not even know it because you've eaten something improper or eaten something that was prepared improperly. And so that's why you don't go into a Gentile's home. You really don't eat in a Gentile's home. But to have a Gentile come into your home, you've at least got control of it and can make sure everything is kosher. But even here, he's pushing the boundaries, inviting these three Gentiles to come and actually spend the night in, well, it's not even his home, <laughs> invite them to come spend the night in his host's home. But Peter's an uh, you know, important guy, and what Peter says, well, it happens. What Peter wants, Peter gets in the Christian community. Now, the Gentiles don't know yet, but they obviously realize that Peter is an important guy. If God himself has sent an angel to tell Cornelius to send some guys to go get Peter, to bring him back to Caesarea so that he can give a message from God to Cornelius, these guys are pretty impressed with Peter, too. And so what Peter says, everybody's going to go along with. Peter's still learning through all this, and Peter has not had to make any interpretations yet because God has specifically told him, there's three guys looking for you. Go with them without any doubt because I have sent them. Peter's going to actually get it when he gets to Caesarea and meets Cornelius. That's when it's all going to come crashing home to Peter, and he realizes, wow. This is something stupendous. This is something amazing. I'm not just here to give a message from God to Cornelius. This is about the whole idea of Gentiles can become Christians without first becoming Jews. And nobody's dreamed of this yet. And so this is a this is a, a key event in in the book of Acts, a key event in the spread of Christianity. This is something that nobody would have dreamed of, that a Gentile can become a Christian by faith in Jesus Christ without becoming a Jew. And that's why this is a, such a, a long narrative, is it's an incredibly important event in the book of Acts. Thanks for joining me. Join me again next time as we continue working through the book of Acts.